The content of this podcast should not be considered financial or investment advice. All interviews and discussions are opinions only, and the podcast has been created without taking into consideration the listener's financial objectives, financial situation, or needs. Listeners should obtain independent advice before making any financial decisions. Hi, this is Barry Fitzgerald, Garen Perro columnist for Stockhead. Welcome to another edition of the Explorers Podcast. Now we've got another one today where it shouldn't really be the Explorers Podcast, it should be the Developer Going Into Gold Production Podcast. I'm talking about Tombola Gold. The ASX code is TBA, last traded at 3.7 cents for a market cap of around $36 million. Big news from the company today, uh, settling on the acquisition of a gold treatment plant in the Cloncurry region to uh, fast track the development of their Mount Freeda slash Golden Mile gold uh, copper projects. And uh, to bring us up to speed on it all, we have Byron Miles today, the MD with us. G'day, Byron. Thanks for your time today. G'day, Byron. Thanks very much for having me. Good. Now, I've just mentioned there the big news today. Tell us about the Lorona settlement. Yeah, the, it's uh, it's very exciting for Tombola Gold. It's just another key step in in our path of becoming a meaningful gold producer in Australia. The Lorena plant is a CIL plant, basically twenty five k's away from where our current deposits are, and it's um, we can get it up and running uh, reasonably quickly. We simply have to do a tailings dam lift. But um, as you'll see, we bought the deal and we structured it in a way. It's only two million dollars up front, three hundred thousand in escrow. Um, at six cents for, for 12 months, but the majority of the uh, cash will, will be paid out of um, operating profits. And tell us a bit about the uh, the plant's history. Um, the plant had been put on care and maintenance late last year. Um, originally, it was brought from Beaconsfield, um, has the capabilities, um, you know, obviously, as all other CIL plants, has a 300,000 tonne capacity, and um, it's going to help us improve our recovery ratios and, and um, allow us to become, you know, make that pivotal step from being an explorer to a a producer. Mm. Um, we also have been um, building um, vats. Um, at the moment, we're doing an optimization study just to see how the best way we can optimize whether we put the low grade in the vats and, and the higher grade through the arena process to optimize our um, our recoveries and obviously make as much money as we can for the company and the shareholders. Yeah, okay. So we're talking uh, the plant's about 13 kilometers from Clong Curry and about uh, 30 kilometers apparently from your Mount Frieda slash Golden Mile uh, project areas, um, which you were uh, advancing towards development anyway, and this obviously fast-tracks the whole story and um, gives you that uh, uh, confidence about getting into production. Roughly, when are we looking at now? Um, we're hoping to get in production in the later half part of this year. Um, obviously, we've spent a little bit of time doing our due diligence on this project and getting this deal over the line. But um, what, it, what it really allows us to do is to focus on um, some of the other opportunities that there are in Concurry. And as you'll see, we made a, another acquisition um, in the process of making another acquisition of uh, True North Copper. Basically, they're um, selling us um, some of their gold tenements. They're a combination of uh, mining, fully permitted mining licenses and um, some EPMs, some pretty exciting EPMs, which will um, we'll release to the market shortly, but um, it's going to um, increase our reserves substantially. Uh, moving forward, and obviously, you know, as a miner, you know, you want to be able to uh, increase your mine life um, year on year, and this is going to allow us to do that. So these tenements themselves are only 10 kilometres away from the Lorena plant as well, 
So that will minimize costs also. And as I said, um, a couple of them are, are fully permitted and, and ready, to, ready to go. So it's a, it's a very exciting time for Tombola having these two acquisitions done um, at the same time. Um, the the uh, tenement acquisition still, um, we've still got doing our DD on, on the project in itself, but um, both these projects are obviously going to be up to shareholder approval, but um, it's a real step change and a very exciting time for Tombola, which um, we're uh, we're very we're, we're yeah to say to say the least we're very excited about putting these two together and and really making um, Tombola a formidable gold producer um, mm. later half this year. Yeah. Have you uh, been able to uh, uh, put out any figures on uh, likely production levels uh, from the the gold project? Um, well, we're looking to do the scoping study says we'll do sort of twenty to twenty five thousand ounces um, through the vats, but um, at the moment, obviously. Um, we can easily do twenty further twenty to twenty five thousand ounces through Lorena as well. But as I said, we're just working on the best way to optimize um, the VATS and the Lorena project in itself. Um, so we'll come back out to market at some point to once we've decided exactly how much we can produce at the best recovery and the best cost basis um, to make Tombola as profitable as uh, as possible. Yeah, but obviously you have the uh, already have the baseload uh, resource positions to. Uh... Uh, will make that charge into production. That's right. And um, obviously having a CIL plant um, allows it to process different types of ore bodies. As you'll see with some of our drill holes at Little Duke, um, you know, it's a gold and copper um, resource. Yep. With our vats, we're, we're gold only. Um, so this allows us to expand our capabilities to be able to process gold and, pro- gold and copper ore bodies. Um, so once again, just adding, you know, another, another string to Tombola's bow. Because uh, if, if you look at those maps in your presentations, there's a there's a whole. It's obviously a historical mining area, and um, you have a half a dozen, if not more now, or plus the five you just picked up, whole series of uh, gold slash gold copper projects that, over time, I guess you'll be uh, bringing in to production uh, to keep the plant ticking over. That's right, Barry. I, I mean. The area up there is so mineral rich; it um, it's phenomenal. And uh, my goal, my goal the whole time is to be able to start putting together some of these tenements um, to make a you know a formidable land holding, which is you know over the last five months what we've done. We've come a long way in five months. Um, we've increased our, our tenements substantially. Um, we've expanded our little Duke deposit. Our Mount Shearlight's starting to look really interesting. Obviously, had some great draw results from there. Um, and at the moment, we've still got our diamond rig on site and another RC rig's turned up at site, which is doing further drilling at Mount Shearlight, um, which, as I said, is pretty exciting. Yeah. Is there any tungsten at Mount Shearlight? No, I don't, I don't believe there is. <laughs> no. Um, uh, I'm just wondering, how, now that you, uh, you're uh, fully formed, as it were, to become a gold producer, I was just wondering, how do you manage that, balance that off with uh, the obvious exploration upsides you've got on your tenement package up there? I mean, our goal first and foremost is to become a gold producer. Um, but a lot of gold mines in themselves, when they move into being a producer, sometimes they start to decrease their exploration side of side of the project. And I believe we're sort of, I'm, I'm a big believer in, you know, the more you find, obviously you add years to your mine life and, and it keeps news flow up to your story. Um, so when we, you've got the ground, the type of ground that we have, which is so mineral, mineral rich, every time we, you know, not every time, but, we're getting some pretty good results with every time we put the drill bit in the ground. So um, I'm very keen to continue to keep on exploring. You know, there's there's a lot of smaller deposits up here, um, but, you know, we're, we're looking for, for where these smaller deposits have come from, um, somewhere bigger. You know, a tier, a tier one asset obviously is the dream of what every small cap mining company can 
confined. But um, once we get into production, we're going to have you know a pretty substantial cash flow basis, which is going to allow us to explore and and not have to come back to the market and keep raising capital. We can keep looking and trying to find out what Mother Nature's done um, and try and find something substantial, mm. you know, like a tier one deposit. Um, sure. you know, we've got five or six other smaller deposits, which are all within sort of a kilometre of each other. But, um, you know, they those sort of deposits had to come from somewhere deeper. So we're just trying to figure out what Mother Nature's done. Obviously, that can be a, a bit of a tricky process, but um, I think we've got the, the best sides of uh, both coins here. Mm. Now, I know the uh, copper price has come off a bit recently, but uh, that whole area up there, uh, there's a number of WA uh, explorers that have uh, well, gained significantly in market value terms on the back of uh, high-grade copper hits. Uh, so these tenements, uh, you've got some high-grade uh, potential up there, have you? Yeah, we've got some. Um, we've had some pretty decent hits in our Kennington, our Evening Star project, um, you know, um, that they're historical tenements, um, but uh, they're, they're pretty exciting hits. But at the moment, we're we're predominant and we're focused on becoming a, you know, a meaningful gold producer in Australia. So, yeah, adding ounces in gold, um, becoming a gold producer, getting cash flow positive, and adding value to shareholders is uh, is our primary goal at the moment. Yeah, for sure. Uh, interesting name, Tombola. What's the derivation of that? Tombola. Um, obviously, it was chosen before my time. Mm-hmm. Um, but I believe the, the definition of it is, is raffle. Yeah, okay. But I just remember my primary school days, we used to play marbles with, uh, and the big ones were called tombola, so I was just wondering whether it was connected no, to I that. Believe, I, think, I think the name is uh, raffle or, you know, sort of lottery. Um, yeah. So hopefully yeah. We, we find something big and we win the lottery here, I guess. Mm. Now, you just mentioned there before your time, What uh, just give investors a feel for uh, your background and uh, why you joined the company and uh, where you see it going from here. My background over the years, I've bought and sold a lot of different mining assets. Um, I was just a fully qualified stockbroker. And then I went and ran a a, uh, a fund which specialised in small to mid-cap mining companies. Then from there, basically, I went and ran my own money. Um, so I've seen sort of both sides of the coin. Um, but um, I was asked to become CEO of this company, so I did a lot of due diligence of it. Um, couldn't come to an agreement. Um, and then I had an opportunity. I really liked the project, but um, probably wasn't the right time for me about a year ago. And mm-hmm. then um, I got the opportunity to buy out um, one of the largest shareholders, um, which allowed me to get a decent position in the company, um, allowed me to get some some um, some very good backing. As you'll see, there's you know some decent funds um, which have turned up on the register, the likes of Ausbill, and there's a few others there um, who've gone substantial and some high net worth family offices. So allowed me to get the backing and the support um, which I knew I needed to get this company up and up and running and into production. Given that uh, financial markets background there and the assessment of mid-cap uh, on the way through, what uh, what do you consider the key ingredients for success uh, at the junior mid-tier level? Um, well, you got to do what you say, Barry. Um, since I've taken this project over, you know, our whole goal is to become a, an operating gold mine. Mm. And from that, it will give us the, the capacity to um, keep exploring and, and try and find one of those, you know, once in a lifetime tier one assets, but at the same time, um, the better I've got to know this project in the area. I've always known it was very mineral rich, but um, obviously, you know, I get up there pretty much every second week to site. Um, I go fly up there Monday and fly out Wednesday. Um, I'm a big believer in getting up to site as, as often as possible um, to be very hands-on. But the more time I've spent up in Concari, there's just so many exciting tenements and opportunities up there. It's... Um, yeah, it's got me pretty excited about the future of uh, Tom Bowles, to say the least. Now, more often than not, we're talking about WA uh, projects on uh, the podcast, but 
Must be nice to have a project with the infrastructure base that uh, the Mount Frieda Gold Mine will have. That's right. I mean, we can we can drive to town from Concurry. Um, the Lorena plant's been built. If we were trying to build a CIL plant now, with you know, it's a minimum two-year sort of wait list with um, all the all the backlogs, etc. So we're in we're in a phenomenal position. We've got a resource. Um, we've got a, a study which shows that you know we can make 160 million dollars worth of revenue, 80 million dollars worth of profit on a 2,285 dollar gold price. Obviously, the gold price is much higher, but that's what we used. So we're in a really good position to um, really start adding value um, for shareholders. Mm. And as uh, history has long told us, uh, gold's where you want to be at the moment, given the uncertainty around the place. Uh, and uh, price-wise, it's uh, it's doing its thing, holding up there while all the other commodities, uh, not that I should call it a commodity, but all the other commodities are weak at the knees at the moment. Yeah, look, I agree. Um, obviously, with um, you know the US dollar increasing and, and yield increasing, um, there's a lot of people out there who thought gold would have um, come off a lot more than it has. So um, it's, uh, it's impressive to it's impressive and um, company to see that uh, it's holding up where it is. Obviously, there's plenty of um, difficult times out there around the world. Um, so gold's always been a safe haven, and we hope that continues. Um, should have asked earlier on uh, the uh, Lorena plant. Uh, any estimate of uh, what replacement value would be, let alone that two-year sort of pressure you talked to there about getting things built nowadays? Anyway. Uh, to replace it, it costs you sort of $35, $40 million. Okay, so essentially your market cap at the moment. Yeah, obviously, you know, that acquisition is, is pretty substantial. It's not just a, so much about the money to replace it, it's the time, Barry. You know, we can get up and running operational very quickly um, with a formidable plant. Um, and also, obviously, this other acquisition where we've had these other tenements, we really believe this is going to really extend um, our Jork resource, um, which obviously will come out to market um, in the coming weeks. Um, it's, yeah, putting those two together combined with our current scoping study and, and the tenements that we have in Tombola is, is a real game changer. It yeah. really is. Yeah. Okay. Now, um, the company also has an uh, interesting uh, grand position in uh, another historic uh, field, copper field, uh, Burra in South Australia, classified as copper, gold and rare earths project, I see, with um, some potential SA government initiative uh, financing. Uh, what's the story there? Yeah, look, um, to be honest, Barry, we've been so focused on Concurry. It's um, it's such a, a unique opportunity. We've got to really add value um, and become a producer. But that being said, we do have a pretty exciting tenement package down there. We've got 6,500 square kilometres. Obviously, we're in the neighbourhood of the likes of Olympic Dam. Um, our geologist, Rod Watt, he was um, chief geologist for three years under down, underground Olympic Dam, so he has a great knowledge of the area. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, as, you, as, you, as you know, we've got a government grant there and um, we're looking to do some work on, on that very shortly. Right. Okay. And uh, it's got a rare earth element to it? There is some rare earth down there. Um, obviously, we've got to do a lot more geological work. Um, but, yeah, there's some pretty exciting tenure down there, to be honest. Mm, and we've, uh, we've, had, we've had some – there's been a few people show a fair bit of interest down there anyway. I bet there is. Um, decent uh, copper ground is uh, hard to find nowadays. Yeah, it was decent copper ground. Obviously, the new government, which has got into pro-mining, they've come out and said that they want to export a substantial amount of copper. Mm. Um, we're in the right neighbourhood. Um, we had a report done by Ken Collison earlier in the year, which shows that we're in um, it's a pretty prospective area um, with the Delmanian Arc, and yeah, there's a lot of upside to it. But um, yeah, obviously, first and foremost, we we, are, we want to become a gold producer, get cash flow positive, and then it'll really allow us to unlock a lot of the potential of of that asset as well. Yeah, for sure. Okay, Brian, let's uh, just bring it together and give uh, investors an idea of the 
uh, milestones that you've got uh, coming up before the years out and what they should be looking out for? I guess first and foremost, um, you know, we hope to be operation the second half of this year um, with the Lorena project um, in the next two or three weeks. Um, we're hoping to announce the market and increase, obviously, in our reserves um, once we complete the True North acquisition. We've, we've cited um, dual compliant resource reports, but we're just obviously getting them verified and, and doing our DD on that, so it's very important. So that'll be probably the next big announcement. We've also, as I said, we've got two drill rigs up there drilling at the moment, um, so they'll be further announced out of Mount Sheerlight and uh, further holes done at Little Duke, and that's you know, they are, that's in the you know, probably in the next uh, four to six weeks. Oh, interesting times and exciting times too. It's uh, not um, it's not often you see uh, such a, a, a transition from uh, Explorer into uh, well gold production rather. It's not as if we're going to be waiting the next 12, 18 months for you to build a gold plant. You've uh, picked one up and off you go. No, we've um, we've been really we've been, we've been very busy since I took over the reins in um, I think it was sort of mid to mid to late February. Obviously, with um, share prices. It's done pretty well. Obviously, it's been a bit tough lately, but um, we've got some substantial shareholders on board who've given us a lot of backing. Mm. Um, the acquisition of these two acquisitions really are such a big plus for Tom Mola, allows us to really grow and expand and obviously extend our mine life and, and obviously increase our recoveries. Um, it's uh, We've done a lot in this period of time and had a, had a lot of good help um, by the Tom Bowler team. Well, there we go, folks. An interesting one, Tom, Tom Bowler Gold, code TBA. And uh, Byron, thanks for your time today. An interesting story. We'll be watching with interest. Thanks very much, Barry. Much appreciated. Cheers.